Good evening and welcome back to Star Trek Relied. I'm Bazag, your GM and host for today. And uh, I'm playing my character Rictius Asor, who has entered engineering and become the chief engineer of the Reliance. I want to do a quick reminder that we do have an email address. Reliant at Starbase UDC, so feel free to send us feedback, suggestions, fan art, whatever you want to share with us, we're happy to receive it. So, you know, just send it whenever you want to. Alright, now time for some um, people, other people, to introduce themselves. Let's go with the captain who isn't on the awaiting. Hello, I am Marcus Graves, played by Duncan Idaho, and again, that email address is reliant at starbaseugc.com. And uh, let's go with our uh, chaplain slash bartender slash security ensign. Oh, hi, that's me. I'm Grumpy Old Nord. I play Chaplain Victor Waitley, uh, the bartender Grimner Tiberius, and our most recent security ensign, Mary Shepard. And this is my favorite store on the Citadel. And apparently the one holding the bag of responsibility for this uh, session. This is our way mission. Kara. Help me. I don't want to be in charge. Uh, we do have today with us uh, our chief medical officer. Also, first officer. Hi, Eli O'Connor. I actually woke up this week. I'm still on the bridge. It's great. <laughs> and not to forget uh, a lovable Mosigan. Chorog, where? Oh, wait, that's me. Never mind. Hey, I'm Pirates Come Gaming. How you doing? Well, just to a uh, quick recap for, uh, for you listeners and for Nick who wasn't here. Um... The crew sent down as an away team uh, this Kara, Mary, Richter, um, Setsa, and Chorog. I think that's everyone. Uh, went to Saw to help open, uh, officially open a new uh, training uh, facility on Saw to help prepare Saw who want to get into Starfleet Academy. To get into Starfleet Academy. Eli is currently, I guess, on the bridge. Um, but uh, the current, uh, after some visiting to, uh, to a zoo, visiting Rick's parents, and they're finally, the away team has finally arrived at the, at the facility and is... Uh, just saw their first class, a very small class of like four people uh, doing computer, basically uh, computer studies, it seems. Uh, there's some SOAR and Starfleet officials, but there is also a Cation in an unusual shirt who doesn't seem to be in any particularly official role while there. Um, so after, after seeing the, 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 um, looking in and seeing the, uh, the trainees, I guess you'd call them, uh, studying and examining computers, 
Um, cadets is probably the word. Yeah, well, they're not really cadets yet. They haven't arrived at Starfleet Academy, so they're sort of pre-cadet. Um, Rick uh, asks asks a question to the away team. Uh, there's uh, only about four or five students there. I didn't. I was expecting uh, uh, more. Um, the uh, one of the Starfleet. Um, the one that introduced you and, and brought you in there uh, replies and says, well, this is uh, indeed our smallest class, yes, but uh, considering our, um, our guest here is, is, is uh, involved in the uh, computer sciences of, uh, of the Daystream Institute, then, uh, well, we thought it rather appropriate. Uh, the Cation actually gets to introduce himself now. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Zaka. Uh, currently at the Daystream Institute, AI specialist, but uh, more important, I was the chief engineer on the Valkyrie where, during first contact. Uh, this shirt was, uh, uh, well, let's just say a bit of a ship um, moniker, I guess. Um, you must be the crew of the Reliant Rick T, obviously, I know. Well, not, I, I haven't met you before, but, well, you might, that, anyway, um, yes, uh, you must be the, the crew of the Reliant. And he extends his paw out, uh, to shake hands. Kara bows slightly and takes his hand and shakes it and says, Kara Junrani, Lieutenant, currently in charge of this away team. All right. Chorog does a slight pirate salute. I'm Chorog. I'm security. And uh, and the group grows around, introducing themselves. I won't make you guys all do it. Um, yeah, and and but he goes. Uh, yeah, I actually, Ricky, that was a good point. I was wondering that myself. But if it's the smallest class, I will. I mean, I guess see what's what's what else is going on. Um, what, let's jump back up to the, uh, ship, uh, Reliant for a moment. Captain, uh, uh, is on the ship. Uh, where are you, Dr. O'Connor? Unless, could you hear me? There we, there we go. Uh, Eli's on the bridge. Um, where's Graves? Is Graves on the surface? Or? Uh, Graves is, uh, would be up on the bridge as well. Okay, then Eli's probably in his first officer's chair if... If uh, if Graves is actually on the bridge itself and not in his ready room, I am in the captain's chair. All right, yeah. Then Eli is just sitting to the side. I got my own comfy chair, at least. Got cup holders. <laughs> we do have cup holders. You you have this rather um, nice drink sitting in there that you can take a sip of at any time you so desire. Is there anything you you want to do either of you as captain and first officer up on the ship? Grave sighs and says, I did put Kara in charge of the uh, tardigrade situation when we had that Koopa Troopa incident. Hmm. Yes, you did. I mean, probably fine down there, right? How much trouble can they get into down there? Down on the planet, Kara lot. suddenly sneezes. 
Graves. I mean, if we are going to do this in formal diplomatic way, do probably need a ranking officer down there. Well, if you feel the need to go stretch your legs, I can take over the bridge for you. Well, I mean, you've been spending a lot of time down in sickbay. I was wondering if you needed to stretch your legs. Perhaps. Would help Kara out a little bit, probably. Just take a little bit of that diplomatic pressure off. I'm sure she... God damn it, I just read the Machora. I lost my train of thought. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure she could manage. Bryce and I trained her well. I'd like to think. No. Idle curiosity about what's happening down there. You know, new academy building, probably all sorts of new nooks and crannies. Maybe some fun places to explore down there. I, hmm. I see where you're getting at. I, 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 I sure do. This is about to be uh, in order, isn't it? Well, not really in an ordered mood today. All right, you don't then even I'm need probably... to tell her you're going down there. I'm probably going to leave before this becomes an ordered move then, so... Yep, I'll get, I'll get to the transporter. Um, you down for um, drinks after? Oh, definitely. I'm also going to say, you probably don't need to observe the uniform code if you want to wear something a little bit special. Not going to lie, I really... Like these, uh, this, they call this the Odyssey pattern, right? Yeah, it's the Odyssey pattern. I, I prefer what I used to wear over this. Like, don't get me wrong, it's nice, uh, but... What about a well-tailored suit? No, That's trust me, I don't need the, I don't need the missiles to come out again. Well, suit yourself. I try a cape, though. I, <laughs> I only put on the cape when I gamble. Or if I'm just feeling in a extraordinarily sophisticated mood. And you're not? Not right now, no. Alright. Okay, we'll cape, catch cape is for Ryza, mostly. Okay. So, yeah, we'll catch drink afterwards, and, uh, yeah, if anything goes wrong, we'll, uh, uh, beam some missiles down. Probably. At least I still got my shoe. Anyway, I... Before I go, just thank you for letting me use my act, my you know preferred com badge instead of the regular one. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking that uh, special order for captains to have a little bit more latitude with their uh, crew uniforms, and yeah, letting people just have a little bit more life and variety around here. My dad gave me this badge, so I, I like to wear it. Anyway, headed down now. Yeah, so I can you, understand. Do you want me to bring you back a souvenir? Yeah. Um, if you find something fun or embarrassing, sure. Embar- okay, I'll do my best. Um, that might mean I need a camera, though. Um, I'll, I'll go replicate one. Okay. Eli is <laughs> Alright, so, um, when, whenever you do beam down, uh, Eli beams down, uh, the same place, just sort of at the front, um, of the school. As soon as he arrives, Carr inwardly thinks, oh great. Another child to look after. <laughs> it doesn't take long for you to meet up with the rest of the crew, uh, especially thanks to being being director. There seems to be a lot of Starfleet personnel around, just keeping an eye on things and and um, keeping track of both the classes going on as well as the as as the tours that are happening. Um, as Kara uh, thinks that just so happens that Setsa is like looking in at a uh, 
like a um, uh, some side room and is drifting off from the tour. All right, give give me a uh, control. Um, I guess security check for uh, Setsa. All right, let's see. Oh, oh, that's not going to be terrible. Two successes. Two successes is enough for uh, Setsa to slip off without any of the other staff uh, realizing. So uh, Setsa is off on her own in the building. (sighs) Setsa. My life, everyone. Setsa continues wandering. All right. So uh, uh, as Setsa goes, she sees. uh, She stumbles upon. The uh, an astrometrics lab. Uh, it's it's a fairly smallish lab, but has all the um, all the displays, readouts of a of a simulated um, galactic map in there. There's about um, another like six students that are that are just sort of going over studying it and and. Um, Using it. Setsa discreetly just takes observations from basically the door, not going in there and drawing attention to herself regarding the students. Um, and just kind of gets a feel for what kind of computer systems they're running and what operating system they're running with. Uh, it is pretty clear that it's a, 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 a modern Federation standard uh, operating system. Um, a bit probably uh, uh, more... Feature-rich version, I guess you could say, than what the Reliant has. It's just sort of, it's 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 very much in that sort of, that kind of, um, it's it's very much the blue L cars, um, that is common, uh, in the the twenty uh twenty four oh nine era. So that continues her way along her self guided tour. All right. So, so for the most part, Setsa is is um, left alone. She sort of it's it's she's sort of as a Starfleet personnel, she fits in enough that people don't give her a second look, and uh, and uh, she is left to to wonder and see if you have any ideas of um, of. Um, Oh, what particular areas she wants to find in? We can uh, look. Let me know, and we can look at that. But uh, for now, um, the other group, um, you're led to the, the 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 remainder of the team. It's led to what amounts to a more um, uh, a simulated uh, engineering lab. Kara wanders along and has no clue what ninety percent of this stuff does. Uh, would you, uh, the the, um, the the Starfleet personnel that's giving you the tour goes? Uh, would uh, any of uh, I know a number of you, uh, engineer Rick, Amzaka, uh, perhaps uh, other members of the Reliant team would perhaps we would be interested in in um, examining these these facilities a bit more closely. Um, uh, Rick, Rick looks to Kara, um, and, and Nick to say, well, um, I, he sort of just shrugs 
and looks to see what uh, the people in charge have to say. As Kara looks around for opinions, she notices Sets is gone. Oats! She looks around before finishing her curse. Darn it. I believe we've lost one of our number. Oh, um... Oh, yes, uh... Sorry, yes, she looks towards Eli. Um, he looks towards Eli, sorry, Nick. Um... And, yeah, so, uh... Oh, um, well, uh... That's not really a problem. I, I, I'd like to have a, a pattern of these things, but if it's, uh, uh, I suppose we should go find her to, to uh, make sure that everything is all right. Of course we should. You don't know what happened at the zoo. The zoo. Oh, uh, real quick. If they're going to try to um, uh, track her on the scanners, uh, Let's have Setsa's Borg implants automatically try to defeat the scanning apparatus and render her invincible and on sensors. Okay, well then let's do yeah, let's do this as an opposed check. Uh, let's do reason. Uh, whoever's doing the scanning, do uh, let's do uh, reason science. Opposed by reason science. I've only just arrived. What happened at the zoo? Eli whispers to Kara. Don't ask. Is it that bad? My gods. Two successes. What did I get myself into? Alright, so who who wants... Uh, I'm going to do the scan. Kara or Eli? Well, Let's Kara's do both. They both got tricorn. Kara's not going to do it that way. She'd probably just think to herself where Setsa would go and go in that direction. Okay, give me an insight command check for Kara then. And what was the role for actual tricorder? Uh, reason science. Reason, okay, that's pretty good. So, okay, yeah, I'm looking at the right thing, yeah. Okay, one success. Sorry, I rolled the dice separately because I misclicked. Mistyped. Whatever. Would my focus of xenobiology help? Uh, with this, I guess you're picking up trying to specifically narrow uh, AB uh, biological signatures, so I will count that. All right, sweet. Okay, so um, that's a tie between uh, Setsa and and mostly the, the, the tie so. rules. Let's let's just do a uh, do a one d hundred off. Whoever gets the uh, highest number succeeds. Oh, we can't do that. Uh, just do a 1d20, and we'll use the raw result. Or I said Kai goes to Defender. World GM's rule is law. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Yes. All right, so uh, Eli is not able to identify Setsa. Uh, the general rule, I believe, is that the quote-unquote, active player. Uh, but, I mean, who's the active player in this count? Someone who's... Act, um, yeah, because that's just doing this uh, subconsciously, so... Uh, yeah, but still, Setsa is, remains um, unidentifiable through the, 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 um, the life signs scan. Uh, Kara... Um, 
starts to wander off a bit towards the way that um, you came and it turns down a row. Give me another. That's this time inside security. Just grab on my shape real quick. Huh. There you go. Two successes. Okay, so this time you actually um you 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 pass um the astrometrics lab and, and meet Kara uh, meet uh, sorry Setsa at the doors to exobiology. Kara just walks up behind her and taps her shoulder. You wandered off, Asajulia. Um, I did, didn't I? Yes, you did. I found exobiology. Yes, and you don't seem to have caused a trail of chaos, so well done for that. We all have good days. Shall we rejoin the group? Provided they didn't, I guess, move while I was coming to get you. Well, I mean, exobiology's right here. Might have some cool stuff in there. I'm not going to convince you to come back before you see what's in there, am I? Mm, no. If it's fluffy. Okay. Fine. Let's go see what's in there. Then we go back to the group. Agreed? Right. Agreed. You can take a quick peek. Okay. So as Our you pe- the door to the exobiology lab. Yeah. So as, as you enter, uh, there is a num- number of stations uh, settled down, which are just essentially countertops. But with um, with various scanning and magnification equipment, Setzer is quite. Uh, you're both really, actually, quite familiar with this equipment, um, and uh, there's one side of the lab. There's a couple of live specimens. On the other side, there's uh, some rather dissected specimens. Um, uh, there's one that is like um that is is not a tribble, but it's like a tribble with legs. Setsa takes a look at the lot or it tries to avoid looking at the dissected specimens and focuses over at the live ones. Kara pretty much regards both with equal indifference. Although when she notices the tribble thing with legs, she just kinda goes, Huh. I didn't think being soft and round was an evolutionary advantage. It, uh, as you talk to it, it starts sort of screaming. Uh, uh, tribbles have that soft coo. This is sort of more like uh, like a high-pitched static kind of sound. Ah, there's the defensive countermeasure. Uh, where's the sound dampening equipment? Kara looks around to engage the sound dampening equipment around that particular sample. Yeah, the, the, you're familiar enough with with uh, laboratory environments that you notice a quick um, dampening uh, field that you can uh, quickly activate, and the, the sound just sort of uh, it, it's not totally gone, but it's it's nowhere near um, as harsh or as Loud as it was. Kara nods and waits for Setsa to look around at all the cute things. So, so Setsa there are, continues to look around. Yeah, so there, there's some... Um, what what you've got here mostly seem to be somewhat of a... Uh, give me uh, actually insight 
uh, sorry, reason science uh, with um, any, uh, what focuses do you have that could apply? Ecology. Me too, or just her? Uh, if you want to know what animals you're dealing with, um, you can roll. Uh, ecology will work. Okay, both Kara and Setsa um, are able to pick up. These are mostly juveniles uh, from all, uh, from various planets. Um, they're actually pr- some pretty obscure animals uh, from out um, some of the newer Federation members. Um, they're, they're all pretty um, innocuous in terms of of uh, their capabilities. They're more like herbivores. Um, some are, as part of the, uh, the, the triple with legs, um, that, that was, um, that is purely like a grass grazing animal. Um, there's, uh, some other, like, um, reptile, um, there's, um, it's, it's sort of like a mix between an echidna and a platypus. I don't know if you can visualize that in your mind, but just thought, think of, of, of a platypus that has spikes on a back, on its back as well. Um, so it's, it's, but as, as purely as a defensive measure. Um, Kara spends a moment looking around. Hmm. Sar Science Lab. She makes as if she's typing on an imaginary, you know, terminal. Mostly harmless. Uh, That's a giggles. Tail wagging. Just continuing to expect the wildlife until she's gone through the full row. Kara spends some time with the platypus echidna, finding it quite interesting. I mean... You you see all sorts of animals bundled up in this one animal, and and it's sort of interesting just to see how much elements and bits were were taken from here, from there, from all over the place. Kara, mostly to herself, simply remarks, "I've always had a fondness for monotremes." And with that, uh, finally, Setzer and uh, Kara are able to get back and rejoin. Uh, as as the other group, it, the other group hasn't really had much uh, interesting stuff to do in terms of seeing new things. They've sort of been wandering around, and uh, once uh, Kara has been come back, um, uh, everyone current sets to come back. When, you know, the group sort of reforms as they sort of started to form a search party. When Kara comes back, she's got her tail wrapped around one of Setz's wrists, kind of leading her along. I brought my Sujula back. We saw some strange things in an exobiology lab. Although I guess self-guided tours aren't exactly what we're here for. Well, uh, time is, is sort of a bit running short here. So um, we've been... Um, I probably should just take you to right to the end. Uh, the... the, the um, the uh, staff leader officer pipes up. Um, this is going to be, um, this is, uh, well, a security uh, training uh, dojo, I believe the, the, this is what they're calling it. And, um, it's truly a shame. 
I was looking forward to seeing your medical facilities. Oh well, uh, well we could we could do that later if you're if you're interested. But uh, we really have to get going. The ceremony is coming up pretty quickly. Uh, Sounds good. I might come back later and watch people get thrown around, though. And um, as you uh, so you're led down, sort of like the opposite side of the building. Um, it's a bit of a longer corridor. And, um, as you approach, it's, you, you, the thing you notice is that there is a large section just labeled security with, um, martial arts, close combat quarters. Um, there's like, there's even divisions for like sniper, uh, shock, like, um, close range, uh, short range weapons. And like medium range, so there's there's sort of a, a long there's there's very different areas split up. Um and there's about as as you look through each of them, there's about uh say about thirty, thirty, thirty-five four more people in each of these classes. By far the largest um group there's uh that you've ever seen in the class. These are um Either training or or just examining, learning how to to configure, um, remodulating. There's all kinds of of various training that is going on with with weapons and 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 you know like more martial arts, close combat stuff. Kara hangs back for a second and walks next to Chorog and just looks over at him. Want to do some guest teaching later? We can see who can toss a saw the farthest. You got a deal. <laughs> All right, I well, uh, not to break yeah. them too hard. Rooms are padded for a reason. So, um, well, uh, that is that is the uh, a brief tour. Um, uh, we um, can get going uh, uh, as he gets interrupted uh, by Mzaka. Um, there's quite a large disparity between sciences, engineering, and other sections. What's, uh, is, is this all the, all what's going on? And, and the, um, the, 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 the staff regard well, yes, this is, um, the saw have by and large mostly focused on on applying for the more security f- elements, uh, there, there, there is. Uh, we have seen uh, a number that perhaps would would also be good for other more scientific or or uh, construction techniques. But this is, is this is what they are uh, signing up to join us. Um, Kara looks over at Sarkin and just. Says, would you be surprised if you went to Bolus and found a lot of engineering recruits? If you went to Andoria and found a lot of tactical recruits? If you went to Vulcan and found a lot of science recruits? Some species, just for cultural reasons, have a significant draw to one area. Well, when I when when we uh, up, when we first came, in, almost the entirety of their civilization was devoted to engineering and scientific pursuits. That's uh, they... Well, 
at that time, their planet was also under threat of supernova, and they were trying everything they could think of to survive. Mother, necessity is the mother of invention, perhaps, but also it definitely helps choose your career path. Well, I, I guess, but uh, that I, there's... To see such an imbalance, though, I mean, I, I would have expected, yes, a majority of them, but not to such extent that, what, I think, what, is that 80, 90% of the personnel here are in, in security? I haven't done the numbers, but uh, just a rough estimate. All right, well, uh, anyway, uh, I guess that's the, uh, the, the tour done. Um, we are ready, uh, got, getting this, the, the ceremony involved. Um, in 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 the the quad, which is uh, through this way, if you would like to join us, uh, we will uh, we can get started. And Kara has kept her tail wrapped around Sets's wrist to make sure she doesn't wander off again. She tries, but to no avail. Eli looks around. Is Chorg still with us? I just talked to him a second ago. Ah, yeah, I'm here, right okay. behind you. All right, I thought. Okay, yeah, you're still good then. This was. Hmm. Don't worry, I haven't wandered off and tried to steal anything yet. Wait, excuse me. Did did, did Eli whispers to Kara? Did he just say yet? Hey, you're in charge, Mister Bossman. You got the brass. She gives him finger guns. Torog, don't steal anything, or I'll have to put you in the brig. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm taking away the replicator permissions in the brig so you only have water and tofu. I'll just eat the deck plating, what do I care? Well then. <laughs> Alright, so uh, you, you're led out to the quad. There is bleachers set up. There's quite a lot of saw. Um, uh, a significant section of... of like uh, admiralty and and uh, administrative civilian uh, federation uh, bureaucrats of various sorts, um, all sitting down. Um, there is a section that is specifically reserved for the crew of the Reliant. Uh, Mzarka sits next to Rick, uh, who is just uh, uh, part of that block, and. Um, the ceremony starts. Yes, there is um, uh, Abnaster Sugihara, who is just already talking the ear off of one of his sword counterparts. Um, Kara quickly turns. Make contact. Kara quickly turns the group away. <laughs> Move slowly. Don't make eye contact. He'll never shut up. Uh, but, Sasa is pulling at Kara's arm. Uh, or Kara's tail to try to move faster. Fortunately, he's so engaged in conversation that he doesn't really particularly notice the crew. And he's a bit uh, far away anyway, so it would take significant um, intervention, I guess is the word, for you for him to not only notice, but to make an active effort to come and talk to you. So... As you sit down, uh, you seem to be safe um, from the, the, the hazard that is uh, Ambassador Sugihara. 
Setsa tries to position herself between Kara and Mary to make sure that she is not seen. This proves difficult considering how short Kara is. Setsa tries her best. Uh, fortunately, just... the, the saw that are, that are between them are much significantly larger, and from where they're sitting, you can't actually see Shugihara, so uh, I'm going to officially mark you all safe from that hazard. Not even a roll. Nice. I was about to say, he says that till we roll double 20s. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do a roll for it, I, I will let, let uh, Setsa do, no. do one. Yes, do it. <laughs> yes, we're going to do it. <laughs> okay, so what's the roll? Uh, let's do um, control command. All right. Uh, and I'm um, yeah, oh, hmm. fortunately you you are able to um, get there without yeah. There is no no um, attention. So I gotta thing. roll this. I gotta roll this too. Hold on a second. Control command. You said. Uh, control command. Mary All right. has to roll this, too. This time I'm gonna spend our uh, three threat. Oh shit. Um, so, but, uh, okay, wait. so, um... What, what am I rolling? If you want to, um, actively avoid Shugihara, uh, roll, um, command, uh, sorry, oh. uh, control command. Oh, no, 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 I, I, my, my brain slipped and I forgot. No, Mary's gonna take one for the team. She's gonna distract him. <laughs> okay, so it, it's good because, um... The uh, uh, the, glint of, yeah, the, the glint of yeah um, the glint of Dr. Eli's unusual badge uh, that he got from his father. It's um, not even unusual. It's a Dominion War era. Dominion War. Well, it is uh, unusual here uh, at the moment. He's uh, a much more standard um, command structure, but this is upper echelon. Of Starfleet, they gotta be more reserved more? in their choices. Let's say um, more than anything, I thought the ginger hair would have been, you know, a more uh, eye-catching thing. Uh, uh, perhaps you don't really know what what it uh, specifically is that caught the attention, but almost sun- suddenly there is a turn. And you get the clear eye contact between you and Shugihara, um, who uh, decides to make a beeline uh, towards the crew after um, uh, after dismissing his current uh, talking partner. Unfortunately, um, uh, Mary, give me a control security check. Grumpy control security from Mary. I think he's working on it. Need to put the roll. You just put two d twenty. There we go. Yeah, that is enough to distract and take up uh, enough Sugar Harris time that uh, that um, uh, announcement is made over. Um, uh, the public address system to for everyone, please 
take their seats uh, as uh, as uh, the um, Starfleet personnel who took you on the tour, along with a couple of saw, um, arrive up on a podium that's in front of you all. Fortunately, that has forced uh, Shigehara to scuttle back to his position um, before actually interrupting any of you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming. We will uh, keep this brief. Students uh, are still studying, but um, it is important that we recognize and celebrate the connection that stuff that the Federation and the Saw people have together, and it sort of drones on for a bit. Um, the, the, the speech notes um, the strong ties that have been built, that uh, that a f- friendship has formed, that um, that even though uh, that the Saw would be welcome at any time to join the Federation, that it is um, it is gratefully appreciated that many Saw as signing up to defend the federation to uh to to help uh, help the federation uh during this troublesome time and that um that the the the, the sacrifices of 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 leaving your their home uh joining a, a community uh, uh that is not their own uh and and all this other kind of um, language and, and motivation is, is spoken as they um as as they announce, uh, and it is uh, fi- finally, and it is great um, pleasure that we introduce um the the sole commandment uh comma uh, I can't pronounce commandant. There we go, commandant of the. Of the school, who is, um, who is who is here as our chief um, counselor, looking after the needs of of the school and its students. Uh, thank you, command, command. I still cannot say that word, uh, commandant. Anyway, um, and and there's there's another speech saw from the point of view from the point of view of the saw as. Um, uh, 40, 40 years ago, our, our system was dying, and despite our best efforts, um, the future looked grim. We didn't have much, but we had uh, a had our community, had each other to lean on, and um, it was the Federation who gave us the the one thing that we needed to live not technology not not um anything else but they gave us the time time to slow down the effects of the system time for us to build and develop our own starships time and space to evacuate our people to this new planet a planet that was identified and and um 
brought to us by the by the starship Valkyrie. It is of great pleasure, of great import that we step today here with the, the Federation, with Starfleet, as our first um, member of the Soul Race has joined a commissioned starship, uh, Rick here. Many of you uh, know. And um, we could not be proud, more proud, that his efforts, the efforts of his crew, and the efforts of Starfleet have shown that we can work together. Um, there is still much for us to do, for us to grow, uh, for us to be worthy of joining Starfleet, uh, as for the Federation, as a full member. But uh, for now, we give you what you gave us our time. Thank you. Our applauds, our applauds politely. That's a, also applauds politely. All right. So with with that, uh, thank you, thank you for your speeches. Um, there is only one task left to do, and that is to cut the ribbon, um, a tradition that extends far back within human and other cultures uh, within the Federation. So with little further ado, and he pulls that uh, from uh, behind the lectern, this gigantic pair of scissors. Uh, who and, and approaches a, a, a ribbon that is just um, on, on, at the front of the stage to the side. As as he opens the scissors, I declare this educational facility open. And with that, he uh, slams the slams the scissors down. The ribbon falls, and the Vast majority of the uh, audience beats in, uh, like, starts vigorously applauding. Far leads the applause of the small group. Craps uh, continue from, and then die down, um, as um, as the people up on the podium uh, just sort of awkwardly step down. What do you do after? Uh, gigantic speech that down, just walk off stage, and it's it's slightly awkward, but um, but you're sort of used to it. Far nudges Setsa. See, this is why you always need a band to play you off at the end. And uh, for now, there's just a mix of discussion between the diplomatic and bureaucratic and administrative staff, uh, both Federation. Uh, both Starfleet and of of the of the Soul people. So if there's if you want to say anything to Mzako or need anyone else, you're welcome to do so. Kara looks to Eli to see if he's about to give any orders. Sorry, I didn't hear that. It cut he cut out for me. So uh, you're basically but, free to do as we wish. Yeah. All right, so what does everyone want to do? I personally want to see the medical facility, but I understand how some of you may not be interested in that. Me and Chardog have a SAR throwing contest to get to. I- excuse me? 
I said we're going to go guest uh, speak at the security lessons. Yeah, what Kara said. Hey, I kind of want to see that before I go uh, go check out the medical facility. Um, says, yeah, are you with us, everyone else? I um, suppose so. Alright, let's go watch that, and I'm checking out the medical facility after. Kara hmm. nods and hops up and heads back to the security area. You see Sugahara come after you, but you're, you're sort of rushing, rushing off again. Uh, so he's sort uh, of... roll, roll. <laughs> oh, don't, don't now. Carl <laughs> will invite him along to help assist the lecture. I want to roll. Do it. Do it. Hey, Do we, it. Could have an imba- we could have an ambassador tossing contest. <laughs> if Jiro follows these people, he's an idiot. <laughs> I feel like Jiro should be rolling. Yeah, um, actually, yes, he will. Um, hang on. And he, as he sees you going off, uh, he notices that you're actually going into the security area, stops, pauses for a bit, and then just um, slowly backs say, away. Turn- now in a tank top with a big metal arm, <laughs> and she slams one fist into the other. Alright, so, um, so who's Drop. going to be doing the um, teaching? Kara, Chorog, anyone else? Well, Sets is going to be there, but, like, basically, her standpoint is she's just trying to be helpful. So if anyone, like, volunteers her to help demonstrate, she will totally go along with that. Eli is just there observing and supporting the crew. All right, class. If your teacher doesn't mind, I'd like to take over instruction for a moment and show you a couple of high-level tips for close-quarters combat. These are things I've learned throughout my career. And as for everything I've learned... Well, Chorog's probably forgotten more than I'll ever know. Kara is not wrong. Uh, so there are plenty of uh, Saw there who are willing to engage with you in training. Uh, or there's obviously uh, Setsa. So who do you want to um, pull in? Uh, Kara just tries to find a, one of the larger looking, you know, Saw who looks interested. And figures that this will be a good demonstration of how not to, you know, underestimate small opponents. Alright, uh, time for an opposed roll. Okay, do you want daring or fitness? Uh, da- uh, daring for now. Okay, so, um, as, as, uh, the saw approaches... Uh, he goes for a for a, but just a basic swing. Uh, it would connect, but Kara, you're able to grab his hand and and angle it just slightly the right way using your uh, biological knowledge to um, essentially cause him to face plant into the ground. Just that that's the sort of the way the, that the momentum goes, and he. So it's a, his nose is like, uh, like he's, um, it's not, what's the word for the, the snout. There we go. Snout is pressed sideways into the ground and he's looking uncomfortable as, as you've now got his arm twisted around the back. 
Kara calmly gives a lecture about, you know, the physics behind this, and after a bit lets go of his arm, which she had in her metal left hand. She then helps him up. Although inwardly she's thinking to himself, he didn't fly very far at all, I'm not going to win this. <laughs> Charles takes it upon himself to remove his dress coat and wants to address the class on how to disarm an armed combatant in close quarter combat. Okay, there are there are dummy pistols. Um, do you want a pistol or rifle? What do you want? I was also going to ask if the Saur have any specific cultural weapons they might have on hand. I was I was going to go over how to disarm a, someone wielding a blade, but I can okay. do one. Okay, there are um, there are there are blades as well. Uh, so this blade is um, it is a fairly basic, simple blade. Um. It's built for a purpose, and it, it, it's basically just like a sharp letter opener uh, slicer. I'm, I'm going to go with what Kara called him, call it a slicer, simply because uh, they co- um, that's, that's the kind of people they are. All right. All right, class. I am going to instruct you on how to disarm... A combatant coming at you with a blade. This happens more often than you would think. I want a volunteer. Uh, you, you get a volunteer, so... so oh. Setsa tries to raise her hand, say, but Sarah grabs her hand and pulls it back down. <laughs> <laughs> there there are also a number of soul volunteers that Joe gets to choose from. Trog sees all the very eager ones and sees one towards the back that's not quite that eager. You in the back, step forward. Alrighty then. Um, uh, it takes a moment uh, as, as this saw like actually confirms that you mean me? No, the one behind you. Of course I mean you. Uh, okay, so he um, gulps slightly and hesitantly stands up and approaches um... He's given the knife, as you seem to indicate. That's what um, you need, a weapon to disarm. Trog hands him the sore slicer. Takes a few good steps back. Says, stab me. He looks back. Yeah. He looks back to the actual trainer just to get verification that he should actually legitimately try and properly stab someone just because it seems sort of, even a training seems sort of um, awkward. But he gets a nod and he sort of, all right, after a bit of hesitancy, he goes for it. It said, do the rolls. What am I rolling? Uh, daring security. The sore lunges at Chorog. In a vain attempt to stab him, yeah. Trog grabs, Trog grabs his grabs his wrist, hit hits his Hold hits on. his elbow. He drops the knife. Trog firmly plants him on a thorn, puts his boot on his chest. Looks up at the oh, class. Hold on, you any both questions? Got, you both got two successes. Yeah. So the fifteen is a failure on this one. So uh, that's why I didn't have it interrupted. This was completely successful. Ah, gotcha. Um, I was going to say, there was no skill stated for the SAR. It was just one, or 2d20. 
So exactly how the computer was determining success is who knows. Uh, it's 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 assumes that everything is a success if there's nothing. Ah. But anyway, continue, Chorog. Anyway, Chorog grabs his grabs his wrist, cracks his elbow. The guy drops the sword, drops the slicer. Chorog merely plants him on the ground, puts a boot on his chest, looks up at the other students. Any questions? You actually do get quite actually a few questions about um, specific nature, why you hit where you hit, um, like the positioning of the arms, the positioning of the blade, and 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 questions of the movement. So that that is definitely asked and and um, goes on. Charles goes around and helps, you know, critique form as well, you know, legs wider, you know, not so stiffly, etc. Uh, give me a reason security for both of you. Two successes for Kara. And one, so yeah, you 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 both add um, important information, and, and this all seems to get. Um, and, and you, as you see him uh, after he's get gotten up, as you see his his form shift and and like he starts sort of practicing uh, movements, so like, and and you can see that his form actually has improved. Uh, Kara goes a couple rounds, and eventually someone's able to nail her pretty good in the stomach, and she stumbles back. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good. Uh, give, uh, both of you, give me a fitness uh, security check. Uh, do you have two, close quarters like uh, combat, Chorog? Oh, I have hand-to-hand. Okay, I will count that. Uh, so it sort of wears you down, but you're used to this kind of um, combat, and if you want to try and... Um, um, this is sort of your, your throwing the saw check roll. Uh, Kara did actually manage to get hers uh, a bit sore near the end um, as, as she lift, uh, as she um, managed to sort of flip, using the, the saw's own momentum to flip him over and fall behind her about um, a couple of feet back. She does this also mostly with her left arm, which proves to be a great deal stronger than her right arm. Chorog uh, still manages to, to throw, but it's, um, it doesn't seem to get as far a distance, uh, as any, anywhere near the distance that Kara did. Tetsa raises her hand. Yes, Sajilia? Can I help? I mean, I've just been kind of standing here, kind of, you know, well, demonstrate stuff. Kara shrugs and wipes some sweat off of her face and says, Eh? Jorog? Yeah, sure, go ahead. You can, you can help out with, um... I know you're pretty handy with a phaser. Why don't you teach these, uh... cadets some targeting? There we go. Quick break, everybody. We get some ranged combat. <laughs> Sensor just kind of blinks because phasers isn't a specialty. Her, Security uh, isn't a specialty in general of hers, but she offered to help. Okay, well, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> As it steps up to the firing range and looks for a phaser. 
Okay, so there are phases uh, that have some kind of security lock, uh, sort of basic armory. You've been, um, as you're part of security and part of the team, sorry, as you're part of the Reliant and part of the, the team that will come here for training, they've, they let you, uh, give, provide you access to the armory and give, give you the phaser. And um, you're ready as you uh, stand to the firing range. Uh, what kind of uh, targets do you want? Moving, standard, um, that uh, pop in, then pop out, or just static targets? Sets is going to choose a static target just as a um, warm-up. All right, so this is going to be just a st uh, base one check, uh, control security, and you no successes. Uh, yeah, two successes. So you hit that static target right in the center. As she goes about this, Kara moves over and gestures to Setsa as though she's, you know, basically the training model, and indicates various parts of her body and the way that she is set up to shoot and the way she is aiming. And, you know, basically talks about her form, what she's doing right, and what she might could do better. Okay, give me a, uh, present security check. <laughs> <laughs> one success Kara. and one complication. Okay. So. I'm already going to call the complication that Kara is caught staring at certain parts of Setsa while she's giving this talk. But... It is reasonably helpful. It so is, long as no one is watching exactly where Kara is looking most of the time. I'm going to also weighs in about form and you know finger placement, finger placement on the grip of the weapon to ensure that while aiming you don't accidentally trigger it and get a false shot. Okay, a number of of Soul cadets notice Kara. And they start, um, sniggering. Car cracks her knuckles. Oh, I think I just heard some volunteers for close quarters training. You three, over here. Uh, as you say that, uh, they suddenly, um, stifle their laughter, look at each other somewhat scared, and, uh, sheepishly approach. Chorog mutters under his breath as they walk by your funeral. That's just completely oblivious to this and moves on to moving targets. Alright, uh, this will be... Uh, what are you going to do, Kara? She's going to give them a very quick crash course on how to handle unexpected attacks from strange directions. Okay, give me uh, daring security. Ooh. Okay, so you do... Uh, the swords do, do almost, they almost keep up with you, um, but each one just misses timing as uh, on, 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 on the last hit that you had in your little um, setup, and they each, one by one, go down. Kara nods. And the lesson to this, gentlemen... Don't laugh at a commanding officer. She helps them up and off to the med bay. 
All right, so uh, Setzer, give me a control security. Now with uh, moving targets, um, this will be a standard uh, difficulty two roll. But will she get any help from the instructions she just received from both Chorog and Kara? I will... Um, Setzer will have... Uh, what's Setzer's security? Two. I will give Setzer an extra die. Yay. I was going to say, we could just have Chorog roll to assist. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah we Chorog, Chorog is going to be uh, giving feedback and also helping Setzer to show them how to track a moving target. Okay, so, yeah, with, with the rolls that you've done, uh, Chorog can do an assist with um, no problem. Because I have hand-to-hand uh, -hand yeah. at um, technically firearms expertise. And uh, uh, so I also have small arms. Yeah, small arms is the one that's going to apply. So does Setsa have two or three dice? Uh, two with a roll from Chorog. What am I rolling? Okie dokie. Uh, so um, just, just oh, roll... Oh, you critical it. Just roll um, con uh, control security. I will laugh if he criticals it, and that's why she can do this. Okay, um, so that is one success. Yeah. Which is not enough. Uh, so Seth said, um, in a shot, she sort of raises one of the targets, but in an area that, that wouldn't have hit if, if what was, you know, the actual target. Um, and one, another couple will just straight out miss as, um, she tries and sort of gets distracted, uh, by Chorog. That was a very good shot, but there isn't, I can tell you right away, everybody, what, what went wrong? What happened was you do not actually train your weapon on the target while it's moving. You have to train... Just ahead of the target, because don't don't forget, your weapon will take time to hit the target. So if you try to aim directly at the target, it's going to miss. But if you drain your weapon slightly ahead, you will hit it every time. All right. Um, with that, uh, Kara and Dr. O'Connor are heading out towards the uh, med bay Um there is signs clearly marking it to the to the med bay. It's both the um, sort of um, medical facility as well as sort of the the medical training. It, Wait, I'm being joined. Is it really wise to leave those two alone? Look, I need to get these guys. She gestures to the three beaten and bruised sore. Offer some medical attention. I'm not so callous as to leave them back to training. I was saying that out of character. Well, I don't know. I don't. If you're saying that out of character, note it next time. It sounded like something right, you I would right. say. Now, Eli'd be happy to have someone joining. Come on, let's go. Yippee. All right. So you enter the the the, the what, what what amounts to a training hospital, and um, things are well laid out. Um, you have. Uh, what seems to be a senior doctor, an actual qualified doc. There's perhaps about three actual qualified doctors, and and about another 
six or so actual train um trained to be doctors and another five or six for nursing and and other medical ancillary services. Noting that most of the personnel are trainees, Kara has an inward pang of regret for how she roughed up the class. Let's bring him forward. Doctor! Ah, oh, Doctor, uh, what do we have here? Ah, uh, just some uh, trainees getting roughed up in the dojo over there. Ah, so... Concentration um, got a little intense, it seems. Oh, well, th- accidents do happen, especially within security. That is, um, well, uh, expected, unfortunately. Uh, all right, so he turns and... A pint of sw- sweat is worth a gallon of blood. And he ac- actually nods as he turns and, and, and orders some security, uh, some of the... the uh, trainee staff to to assist as he looks on and sees them attempt to diagnose. Uh, So that's that. And uh, fortunately, it's just um, sprains and contusions, nothing nothing that, that needs any kind of serious, but they do pack up some ice and other basic, um, First aid kind of things um, to to soothe and and to um, deal with potential swelling and, and other minor complications from the injury injuries they received from Kara. Kara wouldn't have done it that bad, but immediately I'm just thinking of Brunt at the end of the mission Quark Seven. Well, that when is when mission exactly I ha- you, when mission when I haven't played. Exactly That's the side of fatal. All right. So uh, with with the uh, uh, with with the tra- trainees tending to their soul counterparts, um, what do Eli and Kara do? I'd like to look around at their equipment, see how top of the line it is. Kara gives Eli a pat on the back and heads back to join Mary and Chorog and Setsa. Now hold on just a minute. I wish to walk back with you because I would like to have words with you after, but this shouldn't take long. Acknowledged, Commander. Man, when did I become Commander? She heads out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it doesn't take you much. This stuff is pretty new. Uh, same same thing as, as what you've noted in other areas of, of the facility. The equipment is um, design is all brand new, up to date, modern technology. Uh, this facility, from what you can gather, is to uh, make sure that the saw are comfortable and can use modern Federation tech um, within whatever um, field of study they go in. Making sure that that um, they're, they're they're familiar with all the equipment. All right. So uh, uh, as Kara, as you join Kara, the two of you head off back to the security training area. What do Chorog and Setsa do in the meantime? while they're gone. Oh, Kara oh, was taking the injured to be treated. Chorog had taken uh, this particular time to. You know, get them standing around and explaining the 
inner workings of a fa of a hand phaser settings what not, what to do what not to do how to take how to field strip it how to clean it how to change the power core in a rapid manner that kind of thing all right so um sets sets uh i guess will just be an extra pair of hands for you to do that holding up things as you talk about them and um our very own Vanagora. Mm. All right. He's happy to help. <laughs> what is uh, the rest of the crew doing while um, the four of them are there? Oh, oh Mary. Mary's there too. What, what, what Indeed she is. What's everyone else doing? Kara's just going to towel off, put her jacket back on, and wait to see what kind of talk Eli wants to have. Eli comes back after the medical bay. Well, I told you I wasn't going to be long, and this conversation's not going to be long either. I just wanted to say I'm impressed with how well you've acclimated to the arm. Kara did not expect this particular comment, and just looks confused for a second and says, Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's working really well. I'd say more than really well. You're excelling with it. When, um... When my father gave Checkers his arm, it took him at least a good half a year for him to actually pick up a glass without smashing it, crushing in his hands. Kara shrugs and looks down on her left hand and says, well, it, I mean, I don't actually think it's possible, but I've had other people say that, I guess, Ibby, you're just well-suited to cybernetics, so I don't know. I know that it's definitely not uncommon among our people, so... I mean, even elective procedures are quite common, especially among the IOD. Personally, I think it might have something to do with the psychology of it. You seem more... happy with it. Ara shrugs. If it wasn't for the hive mind, the Borg would probably be onto something. <laughs> uh, well, I... I'm not one for cybernetics myself, but I do love making them. Well, in that case, I'll be sure to keep you gainfully employed. She gives him a smile. Just let's try not to lose them in the heat of the moment again, because that had me worried. I, you're my friend. I don't want to lose you. Kara looks embarrassed and scratches behind one of her ears and says, Yeah, well, Starfleet is not exactly quite as happy to do elective procedures as the IOD is, so exactly. for now, so, um, it's mostly going to be the arm unless... Something else happens. So don't intentionally go getting another arm or leg taken off, but if it does happen, I'll be here. I thank you for that, and don't worry. That really hurt when that happened. I can imagine. I, I looked at I, I kind of felt that, you know? Well, do you think we should go check on him? I'm not sure if uh, leaving Mary and Chorog alone with a group full of trainees is a great idea. More experience for the medical cadets. Well, technically a lot more experience for the security cadets, too, but maybe they should pace out the experience a little. I don't think they have the time to pace the experience with our time, so limited down here, but I see your point. Let's go check on them. And you uh, arrive to see um, Shorog just finishing up uh, reassembling the phaser after um, being handed the last piece by Setsa. Ooh, nice field stripping. Trog places the 
final piece of the phaser back together, holds it up for the group to see that's properly working, properly assembled, properly cleaned phaser is the difference between you living and you suffering the pain of a disruptor bolt to the gut. Kara raises her hand teasingly and then looks at him and says, Pretty neat. What could you do with the parts from three phasers? Uh, the, the, try, the, try. The, the Federation instructor pipes in and say, this is um, not an engineering class. Perhaps that is uh, better left uh, for later when we don't have a chance of uh, people exploding themselves, shall we? Yeah, I don't think the I don't think this group can handle it. I don't want to be responsible for one of these guys vaporizing themselves. Kara has a grin on her face, but stifles any laughter and says, "Acknowledged, sir. I was just thinking of a little cross disciplinary training, maybe for the advanced class, but not not these guys." Kara looks at the cadets. Well, there's something to look forward to then. Uh, as you actually look over them, you do see some. Rather interested in the idea of putting um, phase, not only like phases together to make a stronger, more powerful one, but in the potential destructive, explosive nature that such a thing could occur. You've got a few um, perhaps demolition experts that you, in the making there. Well, Trog does like big booms and he cannot lie. And uh, with that, that's the end. I think uh, as we wrap up the um, training and exploration of the uh, of the facility, um, I don't think there's anything more you want to do. I'm going to take the silence as a no. So, um, no, not at present. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget, uh, we do have the email, reliantstarbaseudc.com. Thank you for joining us on this little adventure as we delved into New Saw and the Saw Society a bit. Thank hey, you. Hey, hey, Remember, hey, hey, hey. Can I go? For what? Yeah, go. I was going to say, like, I, I thought we were just, like, wrapping up at, like, the facility, not, like, the entire episode. Oh, uh, well... Okay, well, um, well, the, that's that's all I really had planned for the adventure. So, uh, what? Okie dokie. Uh, can we do like a Club Forty Two scene? Okay, so uh, after everyone's resolved back to the ship, uh, got your returning back orders to return back to the exploration. Uh, it's gonna take a long trip for the. You get there. Rick's got some ideas how that may be able to get a bit faster, but we'll see how that goes. And um, once you're all back, back in space, leaving, heading through the the, the uh, asteroid shell of the system, and back into warp space, the crew on off duty meet up in uh, Club Forty Two. Kara just sits down at the bar and holds up a finger, and Grimnir slides her a cold soma. Marcus is already there with an Irish coffee. Chorog walks in, sits down at the bar, nods to Grimnir for the usual, turns to Kara and says, 
You seem to be a history, uh, history buff for old weapons. Do you remember the old 23rd century Federation phaser? Which one? The Type 3, the Type 2, or the Type 1? The Type 3, the big boy. Yeah, I always thought those things were funny looking, but you could blow down a door with one. The Nadeon, inver- the Nadeon expansion beam was also quite fun. That was a nice little explosion near the target. If you put four power cores in that thing, you could blow up a building with it. Didn't Pike's crew have to do that once? Seem to recall something about some planet that's restricted or something. No, that was they had a, like they had a big like artillery phaser. I'm talking about one of those Type Threes, properly modified, could pretty much blow up a building. I can show you. I can show you how we can make one. Deal. But we have to do it on the uh, holodeck, or I think the captain, or Rick Tier, or. Well, maybe a lot of people will be quite angry. Well, we better reinforce that holodeck. I don't want to be the one responsible for blowing a hole in it. Eli enters the bar, gets a... Or just says quietly, better that than the engineering lab. You have a point. Grimnir. Oi. I want an entire bottle of tequila. And don't worry, it's not all for me, I'm sharing it. Uh, You know, when you... Okay, you know, two. One for me, one for... Yeah, make it two. He brings brings over a couple bottles. So this should do ya. Alright, and he's taking the bottles of tequila over and sitting next to Graves. So, productive vision? Uh, for the most part, for the short time I was there, we... We escaped an hour... hours-long talk, just barely, I think. Made contact with... you wanna guess who? Uh, the Sar? Well, him, I'm, I'm talking Federation-wise. Like we, like, we made eye contact, and we barely escaped. Because it would have been uh, an hour-long talk. That, that... Yeah, I, 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 I think I get yeah. Ding, ding, I, I, think, I think you know exactly who. Um, saw a medical lab. And Kara and Chora kick some ass. Hence the medical lab. So, nothing else went wrong down there? As far as I'm aware. Oh, they, well, it can't be all bad, so... I was told about a zoo, but I'm not sure what happened there. Eli uncorks one of the bottles of tequila and pours himself a glass just straight. Kara's report is scant on details. Marcus just looks over to the bar to Kara and says, Hey, what happened to the zoo? Kara sighs and turns around. Skipper got in and ran. Skipper got in and rode on a turtle. Chorog tried to fight a rhinoceros, and I think there's about twenty plushies missing from the gift store that are somewhere. We'll have to ask Skipper where. Um, yeah, you you got Skipper right. Like she she's back on the ship. And out of character, I'll just say, see, I was going to wait to pull that joke until the very, very end. Car looks around. Wait, where is Skipper? Um, you don't somewhere see her immediately. on the asteroid. Somewhere on the asteroids sits Skipper in a mound of plush animals. Asteroid goes zoom. Captain, would you like me to file an expense report with Starfleet Command? Um, make it so. Of course, I'll get to that... Well, probably tomorrow. Tonight is for tequila. Yeah, sounds like a fun compromise. 
Yep, I uh, I got you a bottle too. I'm not sure if you like yours with salt or lot. I just drink mine straight. No, I don't, don't have tequila. Never had to. Oh, oh. I mean, don't worry. I haven't really spent much time on Earth. Enough. Um, it's well. Give it a sip. Let's see what you think. It's. Marcus has a swig and shakes his head and nods and says, yeah, not bad, but yeah, not alcohol. Some people temper the taste with, uh, they like suck on a lime afterwards or salt. Yeah, I, I like the taste as is. Marcus has another swig. So it was all, all right. good with you? Yeah. Just got some reports done. Uh, I got on the bridge. Uh, talked with Bryce. And toured the ship a little bit. And that was about it. Ah, I guess nice regular day for a Federation crew. Is there anything you need to help with? Anything you want to talk about? I'm here. Uh, nothing you really need help with. Kind of rubs the back of his neck. Uh, I don't really know. Please, I'm your first officer, and I'm also your friend. I insist, if there's something that's on your mind that is bothering you, mm. you just start, you know, downing the cup of tequila he's got, pouring himself another glass. Uh, another time, perhaps. For right now, I'm just happy to hang out with my crew and relax for an evening. Well, that's all one could really ask for. Yep, yep. He takes a third swig. Skipper Spore jumps into the uh, the club with her bound of plushies and begins trying to secure them away from the floor panel. Skipper thinks and then has a better idea. Ooh, I make gifts. She Spore jumps out with the plushies. No one is sure where she went yet. <laughs> Alright, I think that's a good place to leave it for the session, for this little... Uh, mission? Well, there's got to be a payoff to the joke, so later, when the captain goes to his quarters, he opens the door, and it's like the trouble with Tribbles, except plushes pour out and over him. <laughs> there's a hastily scrawled crayon note. I make you Prezi, Gipper. <laughs> and, uh, finally, after the third time, Right, and this that is where we will actually end it. Thank you everyone for joining. Thank you for listening and don't forget ride at starbaseudc.com. Oh Rick Tear. The episode never ends. <laughs>